Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I am Niall Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex device podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Although in this episode, we're turning them into even more sweaty situations. It's so hot, guys. It is, I know we talk about it every year. We're like, ah, it's so hot, but it's, 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 it's hot. It's so hot. I think it's like 38. It feels like 38 out. You know what? Fuck this. Yeah. See, I, once again, we're we're doing video now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're missing oh, the brilliant view of now trying to take his shirt off while wearing headphones. We look um, like we're sexting each other right now. It's this wonderful. is 100% hotter than most people's phone sex, I imagine. Oh, it's just, for sure. Are you wearing pants? I'm wearing the scantiest of boxers. <laughs> I'm also wearing scanty boxers. I'm wearing my Manscaped boxers. Oh, you know what? Mine are very similar, but they're not the Manscaped ones. Uh, we're just two naked boys doing a podcast <laughs> together. You know, what we should do is video this, put it up on Patreon, and make that big money, or just put mm-hmm. our first video on OnlyFans. Just two boys doing boy things online. Hey, I'd be okay if it was OnlyFans in here, but I can't do that because I want to protect the audio quality. So we talked about it with our friends, or I talked about it with our friends over at Gate Leapers, and they also have a similar situation. They fit three people in a room together. It looks like a bigger room, though. It's slightly larger, than, but it's also not air-conditioned or fanned. So locking, and we were just talking about how beautiful it would be and how the dream really is to one day have an air-conditioned studio. It would be, that's that's my goal. Like, fuck making that big Joe Rogan money. If Mm -hmm. I make enough to be able to get a studio that has AC, let's go. Uh, my friend does actually have a studio. I wonder, like, if you wanted to, we could see about chipping in for his monthly costs and just having it, like, a day a week or something. Does it have AC? I assume so. I can ask him. Yeah, because if it doesn't have AC, yeah, I don't want it. Yeah. Um, uh, hey. sim- simply put, we answer questions <laughs> on topics of sex and dating, and that's uh, we here, and we find them online sometimes, or from our listeners. Before we get to hot and horny and heavy and too late other things like that um live shows they're back live shows they sound very fun they sound like a great time and let me tell you they were a rollicking success they were a great time because we've already done three of them and we're going back for another round of them Mm, they can't get enough um the next live show and this is plenty of time for you to prepare to rally your friends, to make a reservation, and uh, join us August, Sunday, the 6th, a weekend this time. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. We've and got Dane Go mentioned ahead. a very important thing about making reservations. We've had heartbreak. Every show has been, like, sold out, generally two weeks in advance. Yes. So get them also, in quick. if we are able to, if we book out early, we will be able to try to get more tables and seats added in, which, which means, helps us, which helps you. Yes. So if you're coming and you want to come, make a reservation to make sure that you can actually make it and, and you can go. But this also helps us in the long run because we would be able to try to finesse a few more tables and seats in there so we can open uh, the, the, the reservations to even more people. Um, so if you want to come 
August, September, or August, Sunday, the 6th. Yeah. August, September, the 6th. August, September. Um, August, Sunday, the 6th, 7 p.m. Same location as before, Black Sheep and Liberty Village in Toronto. Uh, The show is free, and all you got to do is make a reservation and show Mm -hmm. up and bring some friends and get ready to laugh. Bring Bring your questions. We do yep. an audience question portion. Bring your profiles if you want us to review mm-hmm. them. Uh, we're It's going to be a great time. It's it's a blast. The uh, rooftop patio, if you want to hang out for a lovely drink after the show, yeah, is it's a going. great, great, great spot. We're excited to do it, and we really hope we get to see you. Yeah, the last three were great. Everyone who came was fucking awesome. The questions were like on point, and everyone had fun, and it was just great. So can't wait. Very excited to be doing them again, and we want to see you. Yeah, you. I want to see you there. You. you. But unfortunately, we will be wearing clothes. We do have to wear clothing yeah. in this. For now. We For might now. be able to we might be able to convince them if this if this next batch of shows goes really well. Exactly. It's all about baby steps. So for this one, we're allowed to wear open toed shoes. Which is, you know, for a lot of you freaks, that's gonna be great. That's that's enough for some of you. Weird. And for the front row, probably not going to be wonderful. Not great. No, it, it is August. Oh no, no. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's do a question. This is by Throra0823. My wife, my 20-year-old male wife, 19-year-old female, is jealous of a body pillow. I never thought I'd have to make a post like this, but here we are. After a short hiatus off the account, I'm back to Reddit for advice. A few years ago, I had a friend who was moving house and across the country with family. They were giving quite a few things away, and one of them was a body pillow they didn't want to take because it was too big. She asked if I wanted it, and I took it. It's a normal body pillow, not one of those weird anime ones. I brought it with me when I moved in with my wife and placed it at the headboard of the bed as a decorative pillow. It remained untouched, except when we changed the sheets and unmade slash remade the bed. Today, however, I took a nap when I got home from work, and the bed was unmade. Body pillow was kind of in the middle, so I lay down and curled around it without much thought. Had a really good sleep, but when I woke up, my wife was furious. She asked me why I'd replaced her with a pillow. I'd just woken <laughs> up, so I kind of stood there, and I asked, what are you talking about? She told me she saw me cuddling with the pillow and asked why I didn't ask her to lay down with me instead. At this point, I couldn't believe I was having this conversation. I tried to tell her I wasn't trying to replace her in any way and that I'm not going to require her to lay down with me whenever I want to sleep. She said she's perfectly happy to do that and would prefer it to me cuddling with a pillow. At this point, I admit I got a bit heated and told her she's being unreasonable. This made things worse as she told me she wants me to get rid of it. Told her I don't want to do that, but she said if I don't get rid of it by tomorrow, she will. I like the pillow. I don't want to get rid of it. It's wasteful to get rid of a perfectly good pillow. It's comfortable, and I got it from a friend. What do I do? I love this guy being like, look, man, I know I fucked up saying she was being unreasonable. I like that he <laughs> he's just like, look, I get it. I fucked up. I, I know that's not the way to do it. I know that's never going to go well. Telling an angry person <laughs> that, like, you're being unreasonable. People love no when you say that. What are you talking no about? No ever responded positively to that. This is bad. Obviously, you are in the right here. Pillows are, you use something for their direct purpose. It's like being like, oh, so you just sat down with a cup of tea? I could have had a cup of tea with you. You did it without me? Is the kettle more like, you're, Wait, I'm you're, sorry. You put your fingers through the hole of that mug to grip that mug? Why didn't you put your fingers through me? Yeah. Why didn't you grip me? You use the pillow. It's not like she w- walked in on you like humping the pillow or fucking oh, the pillow. Or did she? Or did she? Or did she? Maybe that's some some information you left out conveniently. I'm shrugging a lot for those who can't see me. If it, if that was the case, I would get it. I would understand walking in and being like, oh, cool. You're having sex with that pillow. That makes me uncomfortable. Great. <laughs> Even then, it's like, if it was a fleshlight, would it be 
different or is this just a general like additional sex toys jealousy weird thing that needs to be sorted but whatever that's not what the question is let's rewind where he got this pillow oh he does say she does he doesn't he yes so maybe she knows that this pillow is from your lady friend mm-hmm. or your friend who happens to be a lady and she is sort of projecting being like you're cuddling this pillow who came from lucy Therefore, mm. Lucy is this pillow. You would rather cuddle with Lucy rather than me. It's like uh, when you're a kid and you like drink from the same bottle as someone. You're like, oh, we kind of kissed. We shared saliva. That is kind of kissing. She's though. like, it's an indirect cuddle. It is. One day, one day, we all know it's your secret plan to give the body pillow back, thus completing the indirect cuddle. Because then your friend will cuddle it and you guys have smooshed bodies together. And that's cheating. And at that point, you might as well fuck. You may as well fuck. You might as well be fucking. So you're right. Throw this away. But oh, the thing is, if he throws away, raccoon gets to it. That's bestiality. Yeah, now he's cuddled with a raccoon. <laughs> now he's cuddled a raccoon. Okay, I would fucking love to. I would cuddle a raccoon. I My my algorithm these days is a lot of raccoon content. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is one video of a raccoon lying on its back or like in between someone's knees. Like it's it's mm-hmm. on someone's lap, mm-hmm. and they're it. just they're just jiggling and that big holy poly boy. Yeah, that big j. Oh, I want to do that so badly. I think I've mentioned. I might have mentioned it on the show. I can't remember. There was a night where I was very drunk, and I was walking home. And there was like a church on the corner of my street, and there was uh, a whole whack of baby raccoons. And drunk me was like, "This is my chance." And I sat down, and I got to pet several baby raccoons as they came to see me thankfully drunk me had the wherewithal to be like oh i need to go the second i saw big mama coming fucking barreling down the street the second she saw me hanging out with her little baby so i got the fuck out of there but i have pet baby raccoons well the one very jealous two the last time we went to karaoke a baby raccoon fell out of a tree in front of me and i thought it died and I was very sad, but then it got up and just seemed confused and like looked at me and was like, okay, and started coming towards me. And I was like, fuck, I really want to, I want to pick this guy up. I want to rescue him. I want to help him out. But one, not a smart move. Two, its mom was trying as fast to come down the tree as fast as it could. <laughs> so that wasn't a good plan. So I had to like be like, no, go away, get, and then like move away. And then the mom came and then the baby was like, now, nah, mom, I want to live in this apartment. So kept trying to go through our front door. And then eventually the mom dragged it away. And it was like, oh, yeah, you're my mom. That's cool. I hurt my head. <laughs> and it oh, wait, hopefully this, is fine. This big building isn't my mom. Yeah. <laughs> this big bright lobby is not, in fact, my <laughs> raccoon mother. I feel like raccoons have the same sort of superpower that pandas do. Because, like, have you, you've seen pandas eat yeah, shit. Yeah, just absolutely. Like, it's as if they're in a competition to murder themselves more yeah. and more. And they're, like, they must be heavy. I've seen them go yeah. through, like... They're big boys. Like they're like enclosure things. They fall off a tree and go like straight through <laughs> what the zoo's built for them. And you're like, damn. Either they have the same contractors that do the like WWF furniture, or <laughs> these are hefty boys. You know what? If I if I was a zookeeper and I was in charge of making the pandas, I would put folding tables everywhere. Oh, for sure. On Under every tree. Yeah. yeah. Every tree, there would be a folding table just so I could get that security oh footage God, and- I just came up with the best new TikTok thing. It's just you edit in folding tables under all of those things <laughs> and just have them go through them anyway. Just replace CM. with the with the fucking uh, 
what's his name? Not Jerry Lawler. Jim Ross just being like, my oh, God, my God, <laughs> broken in half. <laughs> TM, TM, you fucking do this. You owe us all the money. Hey, what the fuck are we talking about? I have no idea. Indirect. Your, your wife is like, this is irrational, which hey, jealousy often is. You need to be like, hey, what's the root of this? And and try to talk it out. But also maybe you shouldn't have gotten married pre-20 and 19, which you guys did. But hey, it's a different different thing. Yeah, you just had to sort of, the way I'd phrase it would be like, am I allowed to sleep on my pillow? Mm-hmm. Because like I, I put my face and wrap my arms around my pillow. Well, I mean, that's how I do it. It's like at what like what level if I ever walk in and you've bundled up yourself in the covers, mm-hmm. do we have to get rid of the covers? Because I, yeah. I can bundle around you like I could wrap my arms around you. Yeah. What if my like during the night I like tuck the sheets between my legs? Damn, no sheets now. Yeah. Like I, I put a coat on. Oh, I, out. Believe right? it or like, not, I, out. You have to be like, I was using a thing for the exact, and that's like the point of body pillows, Yeah, is to sort of like wrap yourself around them. Like that's that's what they're made for. Mm-hmm. So you need to be like, hey, I was using something distinctly and expressly for the purpose that it was created. I need to know why you're upset by this. Yeah, And if you're jealous of a pillow, that needs to be something we talk about. Mm-hmm. And if it's a, you know, if you feel like I'm not giving you enough physical affection or I don't ask you to be affectionate with me enough, that's fine. And that's criticism that I, I, I will take into consideration mm-hmm. moving that's forward. thing we need to talk about and not divert through body pillow jealousy and demands and shit. Because, yeah, it, like if that is what you want, if that's what you need from me, just having me throw things away until you're the last thing in the house exactly. for, me, for me to cuddle is not the way to get it. That's not it. Um, it's not it. So you have to have a, a, a calm, rational conversation and just explain all those things and see where it's coming from. And if it really is her being like that body, like, I'm jealous of that body pillow. Because you're cuddling it, you're not cuddling at me, not cuddling me. You just have to be like, that is unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, lay it out and just be like, I'm using it for its purpose. Yeah. What? Why do we have any of these things if I could be upset about you using any of them? Yeah, and like, what? Where does the line? Where's the line get drawn? Like, oh shit, the couch touched my butt. Is that cheating? Oh no, I just <laughs> sat on it. You know. So have the conversation. Hopefully when tempers have cooled somewhat, but like it does seem like there's a different argument here. There's a different problem is the actual root of this. See if you can get to that. And then if you do, maybe try to be like, hey, next time, if you do have an issue, bring it up. Like we don't have to go in this roundabout way. That sucks. Yes. Himmy. This isn't so much a question, but I think, you know, it's worth we're talking about just briefly. Uh, This is from Reddit user throw plushy nervous about going to an adult store alone. 22 year old female. My vibrator that I had for three to four years is officially dead. We'll turn on after two nights and one full day of charging. It just hums like it wants to turn on and then shuts off and the light blinks. I tend not going to a local adult store since I can't order one online since I still live with my parents and I'm worried about them finding the box. I'm a little nervous since I've never been in one alone before. I've only been to one once and that was with my ex. I will go anyways despite my fears because I know it will make me happy after I go and this is something I need but I'm still nervous. I feel like being alone would be embarrassing, even though most likely no one will care. What I would like, I want you to just take a second, put yourselves in the shoes of the people who work there. If you think being like they work in a sex shop, why would they think going into a sex shop is embarrassing? Yeah. And anyone in that sex shop is also in that sex shop is also in that sex shop. 
right? It's like, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm going to an anime convention. I'm worried that somebody there will see me. It's like, yeah, guess what? They're also at that anime convention, which means they get it. Logically, you have nothing to worry about. And at the end of the day, like, you're going there because you need to get something that you want. It's uh, the thing I want to like kind of talk about is it's like when people are like, Oh, I could never go to a movie by myself. I can never go to dinner by myself. I can never go do this thing by myself. Cause they're worried about like Perception. people judging them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it makes no sense. If it's something you want to do, go do it. Yeah. And if some, if there's, if Once there's two people, other people, that's of it. course, or yourself, but like, if you want to go see a movie by yourself in the middle of the day and you're worried that like, you're going to go and there's going to be like two people be like, who might look at you and think, what a loser going to the movie by yourself. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't matter. Same thing with this. You need yeah. to go get a vibrator. Go get yourself a vibrator. No one is going to look at you in a sex store and be like, I promise you, there is weirder shit in there that people are buying that yeah. are receiving no judgment. Yeah. Also, like, it's fucking cool. You're in a sex shop. You're getting sexy things. It's rad. Anyone thinks that's lame, they're probably super lame. Yeah. Oh, you have a fulfilled sex life. You're adventurous and fun. <sighs> like what? Yeah. You're good. You take care of your sexual health. What an idiot. Yeah. You're going to come real hard. It's it's fine. And I just, I, I wanted to do this question in case anyone else felt this way. You're fine. This is a deleted user. I, 30-year-old male, feel like the spark might be gone after my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, of two months, gave me a set timeline of when she wants big milestones to happen, living together, and kids. We met in the dating app. We've been dating for two months, and she's the sweetest, kindest person I've ever dated. But I feel like things might be moving too fast. I'm 30, homeowner and have a career. Took me a long time to get where I am. She's 25 and on student visa in the country to do what sounds like a really difficult master's. She also works very works part-time. I'm very impressed by her. She's really been there for me already. I've been snowed under with work deadlines, home renovations, etc. And I had a shitty situation in my friendship group where I was essentially betrayed by a so-called friend. She was so comforting about it. So she's vented to me also about her studies and other stuff. And I've been there for her. It's all going smoothly. But then she was complaining about her roommate and I asked when her lease is up. She said by the end of the year. And a few days later, out of nowhere, she said while staying over, I wish we could be together every day. I found this to be cute, but then she went on to say how she'll move into my place at the end of the year because there's no point me moving into my own place for three months. And I asked her why it would be three months, and she said that most couples move in with each other after about a year, so she wouldn't be renting alone for long anyway. So I politely but firmly put my foot down and said, okay, feels like you're just deciding this for me. It is my house, and I'm not ready to discuss living together yet. We've only been dating for two months. She apologized, said she thought when I asked her when her lease was up, that was me hinting at us living together. So we cleared that up. And a couple of weeks later, went away for the weekend, my birthday present to her. She told me she was worried she was pregnant. I was calm about it. I knew it was unlikely because of the implant, and I never come inside her. Waited calmly as she did the test, and we tried to move on with the day. But she told me if it had been positive, she would have kept it. I said, well, it's your body and your choice. And then she tried to get more of an answer out of me. And the thing is, on our first ever date, she asked if I ever want to marriage or kids. And I said, yes, in the future with the right person. So it's not like I'd left my intentions unknown. But anyway, I said to her, I'm relieved it was negative because I'm not emotionally, mentally, or financially ready to be a parent at the moment and won't be for years. She said, okay, yeah, same here, really. I was thinking t- in two years. And I said, why is there a timeline? You're only 25. For me, it's more like five years. I can't even think that far ahead. We barely know each other and we need to let these big milestones happen naturally and over time. So she started crying. I said, I understand, but I'm disappointed in your reaction. As a 30-year-old man with his shit together, I thought you'd react more responsibly. And I reiterated, I'm just being honest where I stand. We moved on. It's like, she keeps asking me when we're going to have sex and keeps reassuring me her implant is working. She saw a doctor to get it look at and that she's now okay with me wearing condoms, etc. But like, 
I feel overwhelmed. Like I can tell she's perhaps a bit more insecure and I feel like the magic and spark might already be very damaged now. Just knowing she has a timeline in her head and at such an early stage, she keeps using the L word. I'm posting like a million pictures of us in our socials. I feel like I'm still barely catching my breath. Don't want to project onto her my past relationships. So I've invested emotionally then been hurt and I don't want to push her away, but equally I want things to be chill, fun and slow. Well, it sounds like this relationship is none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe fun, maybe a little bit fun, but maybe not so much anymore. Not a lot of these things do sound fun. I think you've handled everything roughly how I would suggest you handle it. You know what I mean? Like being clear about saying, hey, you know, I I don't really want, like, I don't want to plan for you to move in because I don't know where we're going to be at that point. You know, like all those things make sense. Hmm. The fact that you clarified and were like, hey, you know, I'm relieved it was negative because I'm not ready to be a parent yet. And the fact that you have addressed this this idea that she has of like all these timelines. Yeah, it's very good that you haven't just been like, oh, yeah, and then been like, I'll deal with that in a year when it comes around. Because, yeah. again, right now, two months in, it is a wild thing to be talking about, especially a year out. That's five times or six times longer than your fucking relationship is. Yeah, so far. to talk about marriage, kids living together at two months, that's... That's rough. That would that would give me the heebie-jeebies real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think you need to, like, she's on a visa. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that there is a little bit of an angle. And I don't, I hate, like, sort of, like, positing this kind of stuff because it is kind of, it is a stereotype and it is a little, not slut-shamey, but sort of, like, there's a, there's a misogynistic tinge, I think, to being, like, she's using you for a green car. She's trying to baby trap you. But... I think there is an angle of like, I think she's aware of the limited time that she might actually be here and wanting. And I think that might be uh, sort of contributing to her, her like idea of like what needs to happen in what time frame. Yeah, that definitely could be a part of it. And I totally agree with you. I don't think timelines like these make sense. We've talked about it with regards to dating and sex and like very early stage things. So it's ever more important for like huge things like having kids and moving in together and getting married you can't do that you can't be like well it's been two years we gotta have a kid it's like well fuck i just lost my job but it's been two years like that isn't it has been two years though yeah i don't want kids yeah but uh, did you not see it's been two years like that's wild so maybe you guys need to have a firm talk about expectations like that you know what i mean because like if she's gonna be on this timeline lark and you know that's not where you're at, and that is a thing that's never going to be fixed, maybe getting that talk out of the way right now is going to be beneficial for you later on down the road. Yeah, and I would I would say give yourself like maybe one more instance of this because you've yeah. already had two, right? You've had the move-in talk. You've had the baby talk. I feel like if you have that marriage hint or her mm-hmm. being like, you know what I mean? I think you might have to be like, look, I feel like you're moving on a timeline that does not match with mine. Or at the very least, you seem to want to force things faster than they should be going, or at Mm. least faster than I'm comfortable with. Or you want things for arbitrary reasons. Yeah. And and like, again, you might have to call it off and just be like, look, I'm sorry. I really like you. But I mean, you're already getting to the point where like you're overwhelmed when you're about to have Mm -hmm. sex. It sounds like you're also not really super trusting in terms of. Yeah, which is a terrible place to be. Yeah, the idea of being like, I don't know if she's actually on like a birth control, you know, regiment or whatever. She finally will let me use condoms is a terrible line 
for me. Yeah, there's there's a lot there that makes me nervous that she has an agenda and she's going to push that agenda regardless of what you say. Like, you know, you said a thing and then she's like, okay. And then she goes and tries another angle and she's like, okay. You think that one or two conversations about this kind of thing would be enough to be like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just going to let it roll. Because she has not let anything roll. She seems to still very much have a plan and seems like she's going to try to stick to it regardless of your cooperation or consent in the matter. Mm -hmm. I would be very aware of how things go moving forward uh, when this rears its head. And also, if you don't trust someone to not get pregnant, just be very careful. Make sure you stick to those condoms. Or if you genuinely think that's happening break up with them because you can't live a life like that nor should you yeah because then like how long are you going to be like are these condoms good have they been sabotaged or tampered with like it's doing a drake and filling them with tabasco when you're done (laughs) terrible what it's just drake in general yes true (laughs) um you know what i was thinking of and like i don't know in ireland was there ever the like thing of like storks deliver babies yeah okay I wasn't sure if that was like, I don't know, I, when you were talking about I'm like sure babies. It's a global thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it if it was a thing. But like, how, that that was our sexual education. That was what people explained babies to people. Or like, I know it was like a kid answer, but like, no wonder we were so fucked up. No wonder like, yeah, so many people. So dumb. Like, why not yeah. just be like, yeah, like, comes they come from people. Like, why yeah. would that be traumatic to a child more so than, like, there's a bird and you got a bag <laughs> yeah. somehow? Wait, what? Who's training the birds? Where are the bags? Oh. Who's, where are the kids? Where do they find them? Are the birds <laughs> having the babies? How do the bees come into this? And I was going to say storks are notoriously fucking vicious, but I'm thinking of pelicans. Pelicans are the fucked up ones. Yeah. I don't right. know. I don't, have a, I don't have a stance on storks. I don't have enough stork information. Not yet. I feel like we answered that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one kind of ties in. Preparing to ask for safe sex. Advice. I'm 22. I'm pretty new to sex. I have a new partner who I want to have a PIV sex with, but he is poly, so the risk of him transmitting an STI is pretty high. Since he has a wife, who has a boyfriend, who has a fiance, there's a lot of fluids being shared, and I don't know if one person's STI test would be accurate. I'm not at all concerned about pregnancy because I'm on multiple forms of birth control, don't ask, but I do want to stay safe with STIs. I know how to stay safe against STIs in theory. I know about using condoms for vaginal sex and oral sex, about dental dams, but I just feel weird asking about them. It seems like it would make the sex a lot more complicated and a lot less natural. Does anyone have advice for how I could go about having this conversation? And if he suggests just trading STI tests, should I trust that or would it be better to play it safe? Is this person a virgin? Uh, I don't know. They say pretty new to sex. So I imagine. Sounds they- like they are entirely new to sex. Damn, it feels like a condom would complicate sex. Like, that's a wild thing to say, unless you've never had sex. Also, if you're sleeping with someone who is poly, who has, like, a, a spider web of partners, mm-hmm. and they have any problem with you being like, hi, yeah. I would like to use condoms mm-hmm. uh, going forward, just, you know, I feel safer that way, considering the amount of partners that are, uh, you know, connected to our sexual life. If at any point in time that person is like, no, how dare you? Yeah fucking run to the hills See, there that's, is that's the thing this is a perfect situation because they are either the absolute best person to bring this up with or they're the absolute worst person to have sex with because if mm-hmm. you talk to them and they're like oh 100 i get it they're a responsible poly person and the responsible person responsible sexual partner they will be 100 percent fine and probably more fine than a lot of people because due to the position 
But, you know, they're more experienced. They should be, right? If, as Dane says, they're not willing to, then you know they are the absolute worst person to sleep with. So it's a win-win because they're either going to be great or you know you shouldn't sleep with them. Now, I like the idea that you have mentioned like trading STI tests. And I I know that is a a fairly common thing with uh, people heavily ingrained in the the poly community. But with the amount of partners going around here, the amount of tests you would need to do, especially if you wanted to like every time a new partner was introduced or every time a partner had sex with another partner who had sex with another partner, like the amount of fucking paperwork you're dealing with and the time, like you're talking about complicating sex. (laughs) You'd have to go and get fucking tested, wait for the results and then be like, all right, no one can have sex with anyone else until all of us get our tests. And then we can all have sex together collaboratively until someone has sex with somebody else, at which point we start the whole process yeah. over again. I was like, you want to you want to complicate matters. You want to make things feel unnatural. That's the way to mm-hmm. do it. Now, I will say, does that mean don't do that? No, it means if you get your STI test from the person that you want to sleep with, it's not bulletproof. Yeah. Right. It, it's great. You know what I mean? It's wonderful that they were clean at whatever point. Eh, clean is a bad term. Because it implies you're dirty if you have something. I don't like that. But you know what I mean. It implies they were good when it happened, but could might not be good now. It's a good first step, but you still have to practice safe sex. So I wouldn't forego condoms, for example. No. I wouldn't be like, oh, you have that test? Great. No condoms. Like, it's all, you should do all of it. Yes. 100%. You know? Yeah. Condoms, and tests. Like I said, if if someone who has multiple sexual partners starts freaking out that you're asking to use condoms. Yeah. And look, I understand in your mind, especially if you haven't had a whole lot of sex, especially if you haven't had a whole lot of sex with condoms, you're probably it's very easy to have sex without condoms. You know, you roll over or someone climbs on top or someone bends over and you're fucking bingo, Mm -hmm. bango you know, whatever. It's also easy to trust the person that you're looking at who one, you find attractive and two clearly has more experience and be like, Oh, they must be in the right. But if they start giving you this, like, no, we don't need condoms. Bullshit. They're not in the right. My point is, is adding a condom into the mix does not really slow things down unless you have trouble putting the condom on or there's like an actual, you know, malfunction with the condom. It breaks and snaps whatever just get another one just get another one and if it yeah. you know if if it takes a little bit of time and you need a little re-upping or a little more attention for a blow job or a hand job or something to get you back in position to put a condom on that's fine do that it's n- like none of these things matter until you make them matter so yeah. condoms really take- don't change a single thing about sex so and you're fine if you've got the foresight while you're getting a blow job i mean this is you're a lady here so it whatever but like just have them have the condom ready to go and once they feel adequately taken care of the condoms open ready to go they pop it on boom you're having sex it takes five seconds (laughs) yeah yeah so i wouldn't worry about that and again it's you're literally about to sleep with the person who should be best at handling this situation so you will be totally fine and if they are not willing as dane said do not sleep with them Mm mm-hmm this is by Thorre Expert. My 23-year-old male friends with benefits, 33-year-old female, sat on me when I wasn't wearing a condom without my permission. I did not allow her to do this. It's our fourth time having sex. We met off a dating app like two months and have been dating slash having sex regularly. We're having sex in the car and I literally had the condom ready in my hand. I thought she was grinding on me at first, but then she just totally sat on it and started writing. 
I feel like this is very bad because I never gave her permission to do that and I had the condom in my hand. I don't understand why she couldn't wait 10 more seconds for me to put it on. I was visibly distressed. I was trying to push her away a bit, but it was difficult. I'm not very strong and the position slash side of the car made it difficult. And she was like, just wait a minute. It really feels good. I never came on her, but now I'm worried about the chance she might be pregnant, even though it's a low chance. I wonder how I should deal with this or what I should say to her. I mean, this is pretty much the equivalent of stealthing someone. It, yeah, literally. This, this is sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, you a crime in most yep. places. I, you need to have a very, very frank conversation with her and be like, hey, that was unacceptable. What you did was wrong. And I do not want that to ever happen again. If you even want to see this person again. Yeah. Um, does it say how old they are? 23. He's 23. She's 33. Jesus. Okay. She should know better. Oh, 100%. And this strikes me as, I mean, this is a, this is a power dynamic that we, we don't really get talked about too much in terms of older women and younger guys. Um, but this is a, a great example of um, how age as a power dynamic can be used. Because I promise you, she was thinking, young guys don't want to wear condoms. I can take this. This is fine. He'll be okay with it. I can almost mm-hmm. guarantee you that is her thought process. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, if she was more experienced, she was just like, he'll listen to me or like, I have the power here. You know what I mean? Yes. But and that fucking sucks. It is like, this would be a disgusting thing. And we would, we would be coming at this person real hard. Again, if it was a 33 year old who. Oh my gosh. 33 year old man. Yeah. Pinned a 23 year old down and, and entered inside of her without a condom. And then was like, no, hold on. You're struggling trying to push me off. Just wait a bit. Yeah. It feels good. Like it feels no, good. It's, and it's funny because even though I know we would get angrier it's still hard to get as angry and it's fucked that society does that but that is fucked if you're anybody listening to this it's not okay it doesn't matter if you're a guy girl anything inside or outside of that you need to have express consent and communication preferably not in the middle of sex as to what you're going to do with regards to protection and everything that revolves around that and just shoving it in not good on either side of the table Bad, 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 bad. You know what? I'm I'm revising my statement. I don't think you should see this person again. No, I no. think I originally I was like, no, you need to have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. But that was when I like I thought they were both kind of young and, you know, there the was, hormones and the, hmm. the excitement. You know what I mean? But this was this slightly dynamic, more leeway and like maybe, yeah, you know, inexperience could cover some of it, which, again, not an excuse, but. Yeah, but, you know, the nuance of what we do and what we talk about is there is no black and white. I think here there is. I think there is a very clear disregard for your safety and your consent with this person. I think she made a choice that removed your consent from the equation. And I think that is an unforgivable thing to do to someone. I think you need to tell her, be like, hey, what you did was unacceptable and terrible. And I do not feel safe with you, and I don't want to sleep with someone who is going to be that cavalier about my mm-hmm. consent and my comfort and my safety. So, yeah. no thanks. I had someone do this to me, and I never saw them again. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucked. It's a terrible thing to do to someone, and I I cannot stress enough. It, it is one of the things. I mean, the other than like the the absolutely heinous stuff uh, that I probably don't need to talk about. I think this is one of the worst things you could do to a sexual partner. I think oh, for sure the, it, the it makes you feel so powerless the disrespect, the, the lying, the 
yeah. ugh, lack of safety, everything. It's it's fucked. And just like be better. One hundred percent. And the person in question also lied about that she was on birth control, which was oof, oof. Not oof. this person, but the person with me. Uh, that was fucked. You uh, you said you had. Let's do some tenders. Let's switch over to profile time. Okay. All right. At the end of the episode, we like to hop onto online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, look their profile, see what works, see what doesn't work in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Now, Dane, have you ever used the app Field? Yes. Cool. Well, we got a Field profile here. Okay, cool. It's going to be from Agent Fuchsia. Okay. Loving an adventurous couple looking to have some fun with other cool couples. Sparkle emoji. Together for 10 years, married for three with a fur baby. Dog emoji. New to this, but excited for foodie hops, conversations, and a little mischief. Wink. We only play together. Got all of our shots. Say hi if we match. We like fun dates, new friends, and extra spice if the vibes are right. Okay. Yeah. I I like that. I think I would like a little bit more. Was there like a he's into this, she's into that? There wasn't, right? No. There's like a desires and an interest later down, like further down, but they're not specific. So that's the only thing I would... I would like in this profile, uh, whenever there's a couple profile, I think it's a really cute touch. Sorry, hold on. I, at the top, there is woman bisexual, man bisexual couple. No, not, not so much okay. that. I, I mean, like, I want to know a little bit more personality wise and not just sexually. And I know yeah. field is, is kind of very, very tailored towards uh, couples and, and threesomes and that kind of stuff. Um, but I would like, I like she's into, you know, classic Disney movies, knitting and blah, blah, blah. He's into this, 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 this. Yeah. I would like to just like get a, a glimpse of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tangible personality in terms of like you guys as a couple. Yeah. But I would like a little bit uh, about you guys as people individually. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's a really good profile in that, like they cover their bases, like giving enough, like factual information about themselves enough like foodie hops conversation a little mischief like it's you know it's cute it seems energetic and like playful and happy uh we only play together got all our shots great that's more like factual information it's all really good i think you're right that's the only real thing that it's missing is a little personal information about each member of the couple and sure field isn't exactly for that but it's definitely not gonna hurt no one's mm-hmm. gonna be like, damn, I know more about this person, like him more. Don't want to fuck him now. Quite the opposite. Yeah, that's the only thing I would add to that. I, I think you've got a great profile, and I hope you guys have uh, lots of fun. You find lots yeah. of lots of cuties. Play the field. That's an eight. An eight for me. Yeah, I'll give you an eight. Uh, I'm currently desperately swiping through I got Tinder, more. trying to find. Yeah, yeah. Just go. There's been a few I've been waiting to do, and then we just keep not doing them. All right. Well, now's our time to do it. Nope. Too late. The back of my chair is so gross. I'm like sitting on the edge of my chair because I can't be anywhere near it. <laughs> this is unnamed. Ex-underwear model for the JC Penis JC Penny Christmas catalog. Christmas tree emoji. Two billion Powerball jackpot loser. Money emoji. Not afraid to make my own doctor appointments. Stethoscope emoji. Currently accepting girlfriend applications. It's an unpaid position, but the workplace culture is phenomenal. Quarterly pizza parties for good performance included. Six one. You know, I for a dude's profile, my my bar is so low. This this was okay. It's funny. You've got some humor in there. There's nothing overtly sexual or toxic or misogynistic. I think it's a good profile. It's funny. I would like a little more like 
information about your hobbies and interests. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think this is a completely serviceable. I'm going to give this a seven. I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. It's very funny. As you said, there's not that ounce of toxicity in it. I think the only thing it needs is literally just a tiny bit more about them. Yeah. But also, they're an ex-underwear model. It's pretty hot. You go, dude. Good job. I like to brag on my social media profile that I was 2004's Times Person of the Year. <laughs> I think it was 2004. There was a year where Times Person of the Year was you. Oh, which true. Means... <laughs> so, I, hey, I ain't wrong. I ain't well, wrong. No. You mean it was me. Uh, the magazine... You said was a reflective cover. Okay. Are you ready for Andrew? Yep. He's 24. I always keep a loaded gun on my nightstand in the event of an intruder so I can <laughs> shoot myself to avoid meeting new people. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it, like, it's kind of funny, but it's also uh, counterintuitive to be on a dating app and be like, I don't want to meet new people. But like, it is, it is funny. I, uh, I enjoy that. My expectations shifted rapidly during the pr- progress yes. of that sentence. I was like, oh, this is this is the opposite of our last guy. Um, I would I want you to follow up with you. Yeah. Like this is a this is a funny opener. This is a, a funny joke. But if this is all you're giving me, I got nothing to go on. Yeah, I'll give it like a, a seven for funny joke. But like you made just a good point where it's like your point of being on there is to meet new people. So, yeah, I don't want you killing yourself the second I arrive. <laughs> <laughs> the worst first date. It's like, hey, pff, oh god. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a five because it's okay. it's a good no, joke. It's more than a five. Well, it's at least a six. And no, see, I'm oh, here's the reason why because I think it completely depends on the picture. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I'm just so poisoned by so much trash that like, yeah, you really don't need much to get over a five from me. It's which is true. Sad. Um, all right, this is. Yeah. Even just like a, a quick like introvert, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like just an, anything at the end there. Um, this is also nameless. Standing in tall at five one with a solid nine years in training as a MILF with one daughter, two dogs, and one cat. Monday to Friday, I'm changing lives and children with autism one session at a time through behavior modification. Just your typical blonde hair and blue eyed woman. Oh, if Hitler would swipe right, you should too. Oh, what? I was going to say, this is a great, it's, it was like a quite kind of a sweet profile. And then what? And then there's a smiley face because that saves it. What? Like, is it, is it a blonde, blonde hair, blue eye joke? It's not a good one. If, if so, I do that. Like, the only, like the only other way I could see is like her just straight up being like looking for Nazis. Yeah. I like, if that's the only thing she could think of when she thinks of blonde hair and blue eyes, not great. There's a lot of things Hitler would do that you should not, in fact. I'm also worried that this is a... Like a dog uh, a whistle classic, or something? A classic case of not knowing your left and rights. Oh. Well, I, I think... I Honestly, I think it is just a Aryan joke. Like, ha ha ha, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. I don't know. It's bad. It's bad. There's nothing about this is good. When mentioning Hitler, one should be... Actually, yeah, like, very, very careful. And I think a dating profile is never that place to do it especially yeah. in a way where i can't tell do you support hitler or not do that's you a like bad hitler place to be if i'm <laughs> like does she like hitler that's a zero at, at best yeah that's the thing it's like i'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt and be like hey just i just want to clarify some information on your profile uh it does say that you want hitler to swipe right on you mm. 
where do you stand on Hitler? <laughs> yeah, like that. If there's any doubt as to where you stand on Hitler, you're not the person for me. Or yeah. most people in the world. And you fucking suck, probably. Yeah. Yeah, there's a gray area where you're just really bad at jokes. But guess what? I don't love that either. Especially, yeah. Like, I don't want to be out at an event with my friends. Mm -hmm. And you think that now's the time to drop a real cool Hitler joke. Not even a joke. Just being like, hey, you guys want to make like Hitler and go to the art gallery? And everyone's like, what? It's like, <laughs> he was an artist. It's like, what? I d no, I, I don't like Hitler. Okay, why do you keep referring to things using Hitler as the... What? <laughs> why is Hitler your metric for <laughs> appreciating things? Like, no. Just no. Yeah, it's bad. That's it's a bad. bad one. Um, this is Emma, morning person, woman of leisure, gym mommy, sexy baby, high slash low girly. I like good wine and shitty beer. Let's go on dates and talk about our feelings. What does high slash low girly mean? There's a lot here that I don't know. Also, sexy baby, I don't love. Like, gym mommy, sexy baby? What? I feel like you can't be baby and mommy. She's mommy in the gym, baby in the sheets. <laughs> also not okay. Yeah, I don't I don't like baby. Like, I, I don't know if they're like sexy babe or like sexy baby. Like, or are they saying that they have like a baby, like personality thing? Like, oh, play yeah. hello, I don't, hello, I don't know. I'm back from the gym. I hate you saying that while you're not wearing a shirt so I'm much. I'm not your stop, mommy stop anymore. It. No. Um, yeah. Also, what does high-low girly mean? I don't even know if I should repeat it because I worry that it has some, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, there's a lot of things in here where I'm just like, I'm not sure if these are signaling things that I don't understand or yeah. lifestyles that I'm not aware of. Uh, I was just typed in high-low girly into google and nothing came up so that's bad if you're doing something that even google doesn't know yes so i'm not sure what any of that is but Damn, i don't I'm like scared. it i'm scared i'm gonna give that, it a, that two yeah i'm gonna give it a three i'm a little scared but hey maybe i'm just not the target audience for this because obviously i don't yes. understand what half it means uh this is blank 22 tinder profile we are a lesbian couple looking to find a guy who will be our sperm donor you do not need to keep in contact with us. Just do your part and leave. Ha ha. We are happy to buy you a pack of beer. Okay. I mean, do they want you to have sex with them? Do you want, do they want you to, because like, okay. Cause I was going to say like, I don't think it, it's not quite as easy as just having someone give you their sperm. Like, I think there is a bit of a process <laughs> in which you need to, to go through in order to, for that to, to lead to any sort of success. But sh sure. I mean, this is, no, this is bad. This is not yeah. good. If you want to be a sperm donor, there are ways to do that. If you want to do it safely, and I'm talking in a number of ways, especially legally, because like you're still on the hook for this child if the person decides. They can't just be like, oh, yeah, on the profile, it says I'm good. It's like, well, no, they're now like suing you for like fucking child like alimony or whatever. Yeah, you definitely need like a lawyer in the yeah. like the, the amount of work you would have to do mm -hmm. is not equal to a case of beer. Yeah, especially because, like, presumably, if you're on the one side, you just want to fuck. And it's like, do you, though? Do you want to fuck someone who's not going to be into it, who wants a baby out of you, who could bring you to court, who's just going to give you a bit of beer? That's that's undervaluing yeah. your dick services. Thank you very much. And, like, I don't know, like, maybe for me specifically, it's like, I'm not going to get aroused if I'm not, like, vibing. Right? No, so the sure. idea also, is, like, like, if you're going like, in and being like, that would be yeah. the worst. Yeah. 
And it's like, I'm probably not going to finish either. No. Like, it, it's like, it's like, like the, I assume there'd be no foreplay. And if you're having sex without, without oral, I don't want to be involved. You're probably not going to want me to go down on you. You're not going to go down on me. It's going to be so like, I, your wife's going to be in the room unhappy. I might, I might be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be terrible. So uh, no, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a two. That that's not the place for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a two as well. Uh, thank you very much for listening, friends. Uh, I'm gonna die from heat, so we're gonna end mm-hmm. it here. Yeah. Uh, I literally cannot touch anything because it's so sticky and sweaty in here. Um, thank you very much for listening. Once again, live shows are back. We're going. Our first one is Sunday, August the 6th at 7 p.m. at Black Sheep in Toronto. Uh, The show is free, but make your reservations. You can go to fbuddiespodcast.com, click the live show. There is a thing there where you can click and make your reservation. It's all very easy. It's all very quick. Uh, We would love to see you. Bring your friends. Bring your appetite. Bring your insatiable thirst and drink, eat, and laugh with us. We would love to see you. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. So please come by, hang out with us. We love you. You got some. Oh, you got. You got. Who do you got to thank? You got to thank someone. Uh, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song "Paper Stars." Also, we have a Patreon, so go join us on that and help support us, please. Yeah. Also found at our website, fbuddiespodcast.com. Yes. All right. This is a good old Toronto local apartment rental ad. Good. I love these. These are great. Yeah, Definitely not going to be creepy. No, it's not going to make you want to die. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. It's it's a posting for 600 a month. Oh, with a with an affordable rate like that, I'm sure there's going to be no caveats. Uh-huh. Locally furnished townhouse basement for rent. Then there's the address, which I will leave out. Available date, July 1st. Damn, we missed it. Four mm. beds available on sharing basis. We are looking for four student girls. Please note, this is on sharing basis. No private room. Fully furnished include bed, mattress, pillow, microwave, refrigerator, electric stove, and laundry. Lease information. Rent, 600 per person, including all utilities. Short-term lease mandatory, six months. First month rent and security deposit in advance. No alcohol, no pets, no parking. Close to TTC, blah, 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 blah. And it is a single bed that they are offering for people to share. Interesting. I thought they were saying there were four beds. No, two beds. Four girls, one room. But nice. don't worry, they have to be students. Have to be students, can't have alcohol, can't have pets. No. And paying 600 each, so $2,400 a month. Yeah, for one room. For one room, two beds. Hey, at least I thought they were saying, we have we have four beds, and you have to share those beds with us. I thought that I thought there was like already four people in there, well, and I'm- they were looking for a, a, a woman, a young student to fill each bed for the low cost of 600. I'm sure the person who won't let anyone but young student girls live in their basement has no designs on that. Also, the beds are plastic, which is weird. <laughs> Christ. That's the economy for you. Isn't life great? Yeah, we we freeze frame there. You couldn't see it cuz we're on video, but yeah. we did we did do a freeze frame for you. Mm-hmm. We jumped up in the air and we froze there. Uh, my name is Dane Miller. My name's Nas Spain. And we've been your fuck buddies. It's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs>